0: Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Not all winners make great leaders, but a leader with a history of winning big is a formidable mix. Former Aussie rules footballer and Essendon great Simon Madden embodies this combination along with a passion for business management and leadership. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman. And this is Business Essentials Daily. Simon Madden is one of Australia's most successful and admired Australian rules footballers. For those who don't know or would like reminding, he played 378 games for the Essendon Football Club and was four times Essendon Best and Fairest. Simon played in the 1980s when the Bombers were a champion team, including in two Premiership-winning sides. Not only a great player himself, but a leader of great players, he captained the Bombers for two seasons and three for his home state of Victoria. While still involved with the club as a board director, these days Simon's a highly sought-after speaker and business consultant. He's the founder of Simon Madden Consulting, where he helps train and coach business leaders on developing highly effective teams. Chris Ashmore asked Simon whether his on-field success came down to natural talent or a determination from within.
1: I was the last one picked in the Grade 4 football team, so I don't necessarily think it was talent. <laughs> uh, very awkward as a young fella, but I think you get a chance and you take your chance. It's a very, very hard profession. While it might look good on telly, there's a whole lot of stuff behind it that makes it really, really hard. And you have to drive yourself and you have to challenge yourself and it will challenge you physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually because it'll actually test you on what you believe about a whole lot of things. So it's drive. You have to work on drive. And what do you put down to Essendon's success as a team during those years? Kevin Sheedy was he's a madman in some ways and is a genius in others. And I was the first full-time coach so he was taking the industry to another level. I think a combination of him being very passionate about it, driven about it, being very positive in any situation and driving really hard to get the talent. And once you've got the talent, driving hard to get the best out of them. So without his leadership, perhaps Essendon may not have been as successful? Oh, I'd agree to that. Um, but uh, at the same time, the people he had, I, I saw a lot of bikes go by the wayside through the training and you know, I just couldn't do it. So the people who stayed were very good people at what they did. And I think that that combination, so yes, the drive, but also the people that do the job. Now, you're still involved with the club, but since hanging up the boots, what got you into the, your current role as a business coach and mentor? After um, football, I, I used to be a teacher in football and I moved into business. And I, and I saw that there was, in lots of ways, there's a gap of modern leadership in business. There's very succinct business models of leadership. And some people can't tell the difference between leadership and, and management. And they're two different sets of skills. And then along the way, somebody said out of the blue, you should do this. And I got to a stage in my life where I thought, yeah, what would it be like to work for myself? And that was about eight and a half, nine years ago. And I found that, you know, if you can do a job where you enjoy it, and my job is I actually do enjoy seeing people improve. And I get to do that with people. And so I have a good reason to get up in the morning. <laughs> So there are very much similarities between sport and business, is that right? Oh, look, a lot of people don't see it, but there is because there's huge competition, especially in business. There's a goal set that you have to achieve. There's a group of people, whether it's one, two, three, five, either directly or indirectly working together to the end goal. And what you find, and people have to more and more understand in the modern world that business is about collaboration, which is we're interdependent. And we get taught to be independent, which is important in certain areas, but within a big organization or within organizations working together or you with your customer or your client, there's an interdependence on each other. And if you understand that, then you can actually work your business in a direction that will actually benefit from that. And we're not selling products and services, we're selling solutions and outcomes. And if you understand that, then you understand the collaboration bit, you can have a more successful business. You use a catchphrase for your business. You call improve your people, improve your business. How do you improve your people? It's not easy to do, right? No, no, it's not. And it's in some ways there's a lot of soft skills. Like in sport, it's very measurable, and you know, it's, the scoreboard is directly about the goals. But in business, um, there's a whole lot of research from a whole lot of people in a whole lot of areas that one of the most underutilized resources in any business is it's people. Because we historically use them like cogs in a machine. And if one doesn't work, we swap them over. But more and more, it's about if you can align the goals and aspirations of the worker with the goals or aspirations of the organization, and they're intrinsically part of it, you'll get a more productive worker. And then funnily enough, if they're more productive, you'll make more profit. So people are starting to say the intrinsic value of getting involved in a, in the business. And it's not easy to do, but if you understand it, that's the first step. Nobody who works for Google says, I work for an IT company. They say, I work for Google. And understanding what that means and why, there's a brand there, but there also there's a whole lot of connection behind that brand that if you delve into makes that brand stronger because the people have an emotional and mental tie into that, not just a physical tie. You have a methodology you use to help people succeed. Can you tell us what that's about? Uh, clarity, direction, challenge, and cooperation. So real clarity about your situation, the good, the bad, just real clear about where you are. Then setting a direction, understanding what your direction is with your business, with your employees, your clients, your market. Uh, then all the, looking at all the challenges that you have to confront on all levels and then looking at the cooperation, who has to work together to get to where you want to be. Not everybody is born a leader. I don't think anybody's born a leader. It's it's easy to say some people are born leaders. That's a whole, you know, again, this is a whole philosophical view, I suppose, about how you get that position to be a leader. And, you know, I was a, um, I was a prefect in primary school. And I can remember how, you know, mistakes were made and things I did right and wrong. And then I was uh, school captain and I was captain of the footy team and I was uh, head of their SRC. And I don't think I was ever born a leader, but along the way, for whatever reason, you get into these positions and you learn from it. But very simply, management is about getting all the ducks in the road. Leadership is about taking those ducks where they want to go or maybe where they don't want to go, but where they should be. And so the concept of leadership is getting those people involved in the direction you want to go. But some people are better leaders than others, and some people are in management, but they're not very good leaders. Not everybody's a leader. Not everybody wants to be. Remember that too. That's the other thing people think about. But I think everybody, we are social animals, and everybody wants to be part of a successful family group, sporting group, company, organisation. So there is a basis of people wanting to be part of that, the tribal aspect of anything. And so what you then you need to realise is what are the aspects needed of a person to bring them along? And one of the things now is leaders Leaders were never seen to be vulnerable, but nobody's perfect. And in actual fact, when people see that leaders are vulnerable, are real people, ask real questions, get them involved, that they actually come along a bit stronger and, and uh, agree to the process and agree to the direction rather than the, I'm the boss and I'll tell you what to do. Well, Simon, do you have a final message for those in business who might be um, struggling to grow or or stuck in a rut? I have a very simple question I ask all businesses, and your clients or customers, potential customers, will either ask you this directly or indirectly: Why should I buy from you? Now, if you can't answer that, you're in trouble. If you can't tell me in under twenty-five words or less why I should buy from you, I've got elsewhere. Because one of the great things about the modern world is lots of choices. One of the problems with the modern world is lots of choices. If you can connect with a person, an individual group, a company, and show them how you will actually help their situation, not what you do, but what you do for them, and you can succinctly answer why they should buy from you, it's very hard for them to go elsewhere. And that's where you've got to start from. Why should I buy from you?
0: That was Simon Madden Consulting founder, Simon Madden. Business Essentials Daily is a sound cartel podcast. Executive producer is Heather Dawson. Producers are Nick Schilberger, Chris Ashmore, and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts and Belinda Trimboli. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more Bee Daily next week. Sound.